Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7, 3FM. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Hasbunallah wa nimal wakil. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And ye though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Assalamu alaikum. It's Friday. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. Juma Mubarak to all our Muslim brothers and sisters. When you go, pray for Ghana. Because yesterday I got videos from some uh, respected citizens of this country. And if you listen to what George Kwekurikitigan said in parliament, we owe too much, we have borrowed too much, we are not paying, and some of the debts we have to pay in 40 years, in 60 years, and the rest. Now, the 3FM All-White Party will happen on the 28th of December. You want to be part of this because this will be the fifth edition of the 3FM All-White Party. The fifth edition of the 3FM All-White Party is happening at the La Palm Royal Beach, 28th of December, 2023. 2023, 7 p.m. sharp. And you have to be part of this. So please call 053-1100-927, 053-1100-927, and 053-2200-927, 053-2200-927. Grab a table. And this is a special offer we're making to, um, you know, corporate organizations, and if you're a boss, you run a small company, a medium company, and you think that your staff have delivered excellently, you have to now get them to a 3FM all-white party and to get them to be part of uh, the fun and excitement. Stoneboy will be there, Manifest will be there, Aquabua will be there, and it's going to be an exciting time. I can guarantee that there are Platinum tables, there are diamond tables, there are gold tables, there are silver tables, and then we have also uh, the bronze table. So whatever fits you, you can get it. If you can't buy a table, you can actually buy a chair on that table and you get all the grills, the champagne, the chills, and the frills, and live music performances, DJs on rotation, all of it. Sweet all white party. 053 927-053-1100-927 and 053-2200-927. Please call now. Let's go to the National Theatre. About a week or two ago, I did an expose on the National Theatre. I told you how smelly and dirty and uh, dilapidated the National Theatre looks like. I took you into the auditorium and showed you, told me the old National Theatre photo, the videos. The old National Theatre photo. National Theatre then, we'll do National Theatre now. Because the National Theatre, the low loader, gone. Um, you know, the stage, the curtains, upholstery, the auditorium, dirty, the washroom, 
mess. The, the chairs in the foyer, pff, dirty, and all of that. I spoke about that. On that occasion, in fact, after I did that exposition on National Theatre for three times, the board chairman, my good friend, I call him Ninana, Nana Fredia Ajiman Ofuriata. He left his mother's funeral to come and address a press conference at the National Theatre and said that she was, he was there to defend the image of one person, which is the executive director. Which executive director is supposed to be on pension? His cousin, the president, had said that going forward, there will be no post-retirement contract extension for retirees. Now, it doesn't make sense to have retirees getting jobs to do and young people who have a lot of energy, enthusiasm, and vim not getting jobs to do. So when Nanados made that promise, and Abna Sari, Deputy uh, Finance Minister, MP around the, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, the Eastern region, wrote that letter, I was happy. But the government has not kept its word because they keep extending contracts for retirees and they keep keeping retirees at post. Ajana 1, Ajana 2. But Nana Fredi Ajiman, he left his mother's funeral. You can see him in black. He left his mother's funeral and came to the National Theatre to come and defend the interest of one person against the national interest. He came there to do that. And then what, what even hurt me so more was that so much was that he said that they, they had to go as a board, all the board members. I will show their pictures next week, not today. Next week, I'll put their pictures up again. So you know that they're taking board fees, they're taking board allowances, they're getting board privileges, but the National Theatre is the way it is. They said the board agreed to go to the presidency, to go and tell the president that they have combed around and they didn't find any suitable person to replace the current executive director and that they were asking for a contract extension for the current executive director. I said, whoa, that's an insult to all the persons who are within the, the, arts, the arts space. That's an insult. Did Nana Fredia Oforiata and the board members of the National Theatre, supervised by Dr. Awal at the Ministry of Tourism, Arts and Culture, insist that the vacancy or the intended, intended vacancy or the would-be vacancy was published in the Daily Graphic as is the standard, was published in the Ghanaian Times as is the standard, was published on GBC or GTV as is the standard, was published on Ghana News Agency as is the standard or any other media for that matter. Did they publish to say somebody is going on retirement and that we need a suitable candidate with such and such and such qualification, with such and such and such numbers of, number of work experience, with such and such and such? Did they ever do that? They didn't do that. So when Nana Fredia Ajima left his mother's funeral and came to hold a press conference to defend him at the Eid, as executive director of the National Theatre, did they go through it for them to say that they agreed as a board that they didn't find a suitable person? That's an insult to all the people at the School of Performing Arts. That's an insult to all the people at NAFTI. 
That's an insult to all the people at KNUSC. That's an insult to all the people who have done theater in this country and they know their beans. That's an insult to them. That day, knowing that his cousin says, we will not give any post-retirement contract to anybody, have said that we have combed around, we didn't find anybody suitable. So we have asked that the government give a, a contract extension. And he left his mother's funeral to come and hold a press conference, standing by an air condition that is almost broken. My friend, he did that. He tells you the interest. Show me National Theatre from back in the day. No, I want to see the old pictures of the National Theatre, how it looked like. Then we can talk about National Theatre. No, no, I sent that to Oliver. The National Theatre then and now. Yesterday, I sent those videos to him. National Theatre then, how the auditorium was dirty, how it was smelling, all of that. Now, yesterday, I saw a post by my good brother, George Quay, who has recently taken up a post at the National Theatre as uh, artistic director of the National Theatre, right? And he said, oh, the National Theatre is getting a facelift. Show me that video, please. The National Theatre is getting a facelift. There's, um, he didn't exactly say facelift. But the carpets at the National Theatre are being changed thanks to the sponsors and to uh, what we call the executive director and the leadership at the National Theatre. I want to ask my good brother, Mr. George Quay, a question. It's good. You have been given an appointment. That's fine. Even though I think that you shouldn't have taken that appointment at this time because you're going to be used for a cleaner man job. Show the, the thing. You're going to be used for a cleaner man job. But are you honestly happy, Niyama Quay? And my uncle is Niyama, so I'll call you Niyama Nioshimpa. Are you honestly happy that retirees have jobs? Why young people in theater? You a theater person. You did Bachelor of Fine Arts, Performing Arts. You have done your MA at the School of Communication Studies. Are you happy that young people don't have jobs and old people are being given contract extensions? Are you happy? They are changing it. This is a success story for Johnny's Bite. This is a scorecard. They're changing the carpets at the National Theater. But I'm asking the question. They say, oh, it was already in the pipeline. And that thanks to the executive director and many other people. So you see the whole narrative from board chairman to the new uh, artistic director to everybody else. Oh, let's help the, board, the, the executive director. To, is she the only person who can do the job in this country? For the board chairman to even say that they have come drowned. They didn't find any person suitable. What insult is that? Look at this blamer, chuchu blamer carpet. Look at it. Look at the dust. So you go and sit inside this one, and you think that you'll be breathing co correct air. You'll be inhaling dust. Bronchitis will visit you. That was the situation at the National Theater. So yes, they, have ch they are changing the carpet, but we will not be fooled by not asking the relevant questions. Who owns the air condition business at the National Theatre so that when you rent the auditorium at the National Theatre, you have to pay extra for air conditioners? Who owns that business? And what does National Theatre benefit from it? Why does the National Theatre have its own air conditioners? The chairs in the foyer, the chair in front of the accountant officer was moved. It's an eyesore. You need to go to the top at the National Theatre. The cracks. So sad. Is the National Theatre understaffed? Yes. The National Theatre is understaffed. I'm showing you the old videos of the National Theatre. Look at it. So it's not about changing carpet. The National Theatre is understaffed. People have left and they have not been replaced. So the work is on the National Theatre and the, the staff that are remaining. 
The National Theatre is over understaffed. The National Theatre has just one carpenter who does all the sets. When you change the carpet, will it suit the, the pain of the carpenter who has to do his work? And the carpenter, I'm told, has collapsed three times on the job because he's overworked. The National Theatre. The place is smelling. The National Theatre. Look at the air conditioners at the National Theatre. Look at it. Just let the images sink in. So you change carpet because people who come to the auditorium, they won't get a chance to go to the top like we did and got an opportunity to go to the top. And this is a shame to the government and to the minister, Dr. Wow. Dr. Wow, you have managed graphic before. Dr. Wow, your final newspaper is number three or maybe number two. Daily graphic, daily guide, finder newspaper in circulation in this country. So your business acumen and your intellect and your power is, is not underrated. How is it that you are the ministry and the National Theatre looks like Bola, an agency under you? The National Theatre is not even able to generate enough to take care of itself, first of all. How is it, Dr. Wa? You should not be happy with yourself. This is an agency under you. This is an agency under you. The National Theatre is an agency under you. You should not be happy with yourself, Dr. Wa. You should bow down your head in shame, sir. I'm sorry, but you should bow down your head in shame. This was a gift from the Chinese. It was a gift. Akekewo, or the chain, the dashwi. We don't pay for them. Look at it. Look at the National Theatre today. I'm saying that the National Theatre presently has one carpenter. The carpenter is doing office work. The carpenter is doing maintenance. The same carpenter is constructing set. He will collapse. Why won't he collapse on the job? The national, the staff are demotivated to work at the National Theatre. So you can change the carpet. But have you changed the structures? And I'm saying that this is a reflection of the kind of leadership at the National Theatre, from board to management. And why is the, the board chairman more interested in defending everything else than allowing the executive director to be the one interfacing with the public? I thought that President Yakubado asked board chairman to stay out of the daily business of the, of the, the, the places that they manage and that allow the executive, the, the bosses, managing director, CEO, whatever it is, to run their own affairs. President Yakubado, he called board chairman to the flagstaff house and told them that, or Jubilee house and told them that. So why is Anafri Dajiman the one always interfacing with the public, holding press conferences and what have you, interacting with staff? Look at the curtain. Look at how dirty the curtain is. Look at how dirty and smelly the curtain is. National Theater. A jifu. A gong. A gong. Let's move away from the National Theater. We have achieved the success story. They are laying carpet. But that we will not be fooled because the National Theater needs proper overhaul. And you know what's painful? The board chairman does not even know how much it's going to cost to, to do the, the overhaul. All this while, they've been sitting in this mess, in this bottle. And they did not even know how much. Show that, show that, show that video. They did not even know how much it was going to cost to, to have to clean this mess up. When George Quenin, when George Quenin asked the question how much it was going to cost, he doesn't know. He doesn't want to say anything. So people will say that they don't know. And they wanted the president, Nanado Dankwe Kufado, incorruptible Nanado Dankwe Kufado, to come and sit inside this one for the National Science and Mass Quiz Finals. He was going to sit in this nonsense. At the show boy, he was going to be giving a showdown in this one. 
They wanted the president of the republic to come and sit inside this one. The way the place was smelling, the carpet was dirty, the washroom are broken, the everything nonsense at the National Theatre. They wanted the president to come and sit inside. Let's move away. Talk about land grabbing. Oliver, grant me a little time today, please, I beg you. Because I'm going to do an expose. Yesterday we spoke about the Speaker of Parliament and his home being dwarfed, and they wanted to know who wants to sell his residence and who wants to buy the residence, and who has the audacity of shame to even want to sell his residence. I'm going to show you, right behind TV3 here. There's the Information Services Department. Show me the screenshot of Mustafa Hamid saying that he will retool the Information Services Department. He said he will retool GBC. He will retool ISD. When he was nominated as, as Minister for Information and was even vetted, he says, I will re-equip <coughs> ISD to work effectively. Mustafa Hamid. Uh, this is on the 9th of February 2017. Information Minister designate Mustafa Abdul Hamid has promised to retool and re-engineer the Information Services Department to work effectively. According to him, the ISD is the bedrock of the ministry, and once that foundation is broken, the entire ministry is broken. This is Mustafa Hamid's words. These are his words. These are Mustafa Hamid's words, not mine. Now, are you aware that somebody is busily building? Somebody is busily building on the ISD's land close to us. Oh, yes, the broken part of the wall. Show me the entrance of the, the gates. Show me. Just show me the entrance. Somebody has broken in. I'm told that the person is a phone dealer. He sells electronics and computers and other things. They are broken in. Look at this. This state land, though. Land grabbing. Now we are not creating, looting, and sharing. You, we are just share, looting and sharing. Look at this. Look at this. There's two lands. Look at there's two lands. It's it's so bad. This one. Show me the lands commission uh, notice. They say, oh, lands commission has said that they should stop building, but they are building. As of yesterday, they were still constructing. The impudence. The impudence, they are still building. Lands Commission cited for sale of ISD land. Yes, look at it. There's a Lands Commission notice that was sent on, uh, uh, what do you call it, October, October 10th or so. Show me. There's a Lands Commission thing. Yes, encroachment. They've been said that they should stop work and produce. Look at it. Request for information. Somebody wrote and said that they are requesting for information. 12 July. 2022, the people didn't mind. They are building. Out of this, the Lands Commission came with a notice. There's one other notice. The Lands Commission came with a notice. They came with a notice. The people are still building. You see, encroachment. We don't have too much time. So they are just, they are just building. The land grabbing is happening all across you. I say one day we will wake up. We will not know. Somebody would have walled the whole Ghana and says, I bought it. One day we wake up, somebody will come with an agreement to say that I have been giving an eight-month contract to rule Ghana for eight months. One day we will wake up. Show me. There's a last commission notice. That's the last one. And then I'll go to uh, Parliament, the finance, the finance budget, the budget. There's a last one. Show me. It, it looks like uh, it's something that rain had beaten. Right? It looks like rain had beaten. The, the last commission was definite that the people should stop work. As of yesterday, right behind TV3 here, in between uh, TV3 and Prudential Bank, the people are working. They are broken the side of the wall. Sometimes when you are coming to work at dawn, they park heavy trucks dangerously. 
If you don't know, you just crash into it. They are offloading cement and they are building there. Do you, do you have, so this is, uh, they have been asked to desist from building, but they're still building. They are still building. There's one that was pasted on, no, this is a police document, not this one. There's the one that says, says uh, at the police case in respect of a piece, a piece of land. We'll go to this, all of this. I'll read it for you on Monday. But it tells you the levels of the land. This is a state land, though. We said we're going to retool ISD. Now, the little that is left of ISD, we are taking from them. How many vehicles that the ISD have to do public education? This is the document I was looking for. Fantastic. The document, the Lands Commission document, look at it. They asked them to stop. The Osu stool wrote, and they say, stop. Don't trespass. They are building. Who is behind it? The person sells, a sells phones, laptops, computers, fridges, other electronic appliances. Does the person do that? And who is empowering the person to do that? They are grabbing every land that is available. So what will the future generations come and meet? What will they come and meet? It's sad. It's bad. Take me to Parliament. Kweku Ricketts Hagan, the former Deputy Finance Minister, has been chronicling for us how much we owe, how much we have borrowed, how we have refused to pay, how we are even in a junk situation, and then the finance minister has the audacity to say that we are in an inkunim era, a victory era. And you see those people who joined, who came out to clap, Bawunsem, Bawunsem at the finance ministry, and they sang Yedin Kunim, all of them have to be individually identified, and they have to be sacked. That's a BNI national security job. Not holding gota and going to watch a joint to flaunt me. I'm a national security person. No, no, no. They need to go there and identify all of them individually because they are, they are not victims, so they are accomplices. They are part of the woes that we are going through. They are part of the people getting haircuts without asking for it. They are part for persons living with disability not being paid for two years. They are part for children not. Uh, being fed in school, school feeding program, and caterers going on strike. They are part of young people who are employed in NAPCO who are not getting permanent jobs and their, their arrears have not been paid. They are part of all of those. And they say they are happy. We, all of us are not happy, but they say they are happy. And they came out to, to support Ken Oferata. You know why Ken Oferata has succeeded? He has succeeded because the MPs wanted him out. They spoke in parliament. They had a press conference. President called them and he says, I am not ready to sack him. Allow him to finish the IMF deal and then we'll see what will happen. We have finished the IMF agreement. The second tranche has not come. He's still there. Why won't he be including, including master? Play the video for me. Play, play the video. Uh, this is basically an economic garbage. This budget. It does not inspire anyone. There is nothing in here, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, let me tell you the external debt that we are not paying. Mr. Speaker, we owe the Chinese 1.9 billion, which we are not paying. We owe the Paris Club 2 billion, which we are not paying. We owe the Paris Club 3.8 billion, which we are not paying. 
Mr. Speaker, we owe 10 books with 2.5 billion, which we are not paying. Mr. Speaker, with multilateral debt, we owe 8.8. Ghana is not the highest when it comes to multilateral debt in Africa. We owe the most 8.8 billion, and we are not paying. Mr. Speaker, Eurobond, which my friend mentioned, we owe Eurobond 14.9 billion, which we are not paying. The Eurobond that is due now, due in August, we haven't paid it. Mr. Speaker, we have done 17 Eurobond tranches in this country since we started the Eurobond in President Kufo's time. Mr. Speaker, from President Kufo to President Mills to President Mahama, 16 years, we did four, four billion euro bond. That's one of them. Mr. Speaker, under this government, under this government, we have done 12 tranches of euro bond. 12! In, in seven years, we did four. In 16 years, Mr. Speaker, to a tune of 11 billion dollars. This is how much we owe, and we are not paying. Mr. Speaker, let me, let me give you a picture here of what they've done. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, sorry. This government intentionally did certain work with the intention of never paying. And let me tell you why. Mr. Speaker, Eurobonds are usually done for a period of 10 to 15 years. That's why the Eurobond done on the Kufo was done for 10 years, 750. NDC made provision for that bond to be paid. We paid 250 before we left office. The remaining 500, we have put money in the second fund to pay, which they used in paying this. The one that is due, they haven't paid. Mr. Speaker, they did Eurobond in 2018. May 2018. That Eurobond is supposed to basically expire in 2048 for 30 years. Instead of the 10, 15 years, Mr. Speaker, this is all the Eurobonds we've done in this country. 17. Mr. Speaker, in 2019, they did another Eurobond in some tranches for 31 years. Mr. Speaker, in 2020, in 2020, one of the tranches of Eurobond that we did matures in 2061. Mr. Speaker, that's for 41 years. I don't know if you want to cry or not, but I will leave it here. We'll continue on Monday. Please call me from across the country, 055-924-2717 and 055-691-0154. Tell me about your community issues right now. 055-924-2717 and 055-691-0154. Good morning. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite on Sunrise.